Anthony Rodriguez, MXGP of Bulgaria. It should have been a good weekend. Speed was there. Results should have been there, but starts killed you. First lap killed you. And yeah, that's all she wrote. Yeah, um, I wanted to come here and show that last week, last weekend in Switzerland was just not a fluke that I actually can go that fast. And, you know, you always want to prove yourself. And I wanted to do it again just to make sure, hey, that's me. And it wasn't just a fluke. And I improved on my qualifying. Time qualifying for the first time I was top 10. So that was a plus. I've been working on that. I'm not really the one lap sprinter guy. So I've been working on it for personal reasons. I just want to be better because it doesn't really give you points or anything. But I just want to do it because it would I would it would set you up better for a qualifying race gate pick. But anyways, I did that better. And um, yeah, first moto, some not so mature rider decided to cross jump me. Or maybe he made a mistake. I don't know. But um, yeah. If it was intentional, it was not really smart. I was going to land on his back, but I kind of twisted my bike as much as I could, so I wouldn't do that to him. But, of course, I ended up landing on his rear wheel, and I had a pretty decent crash. It took me a little while to get up. And when I got up, I was pretty banged up. The guy in front of me, I mean, I was dead last, and the guy in front of me was pretty far ahead. But I was like, I'll just put my head down and do the best that I can, take this as training. And if I can't take points, I can't take points, but it's a learning experience. And he ended up working out really well for me. I came back to 14th. And so that was pretty good. Um, second moto, I didn't have the greatest of the start, but I switched to the inside. And unfortunately, Thomas went down and I was involved in that whole thing. I didn't completely go down. But if I wasn't, I think there was only two people behind me and they were the ones involved in the crash. And I put down a pretty good charge, made a lot of good passes and my speed was pretty good. So the result doesn't show how good I was riding, but I'm really happy with myself on the way I was riding. I'm feeling more confident. And so hopefully here in the next three rounds, I can get it inside the top five consistently. You said, like you said, you wanted to back up Switzerland's ride and show that you can do it again. Do you think maybe you were putting too much pressure on yourself, just sat on a line thinking about things too much? Um, not at all. I actually got a switch in my head where I set my goals and whenever it's race day, there's no goals there's just me against the track trying to do the best that I can yeah but it's I try to be smart at the same time I don't want to overdo it for sure just like you said and like I said you hear from many riders it's just the race is you versus the track so that's what I try to do so yeah my thoughts before the race when I was training was okay I got to back up what I did in Switzerland but once Sunday comes around is how good can I race today and how fast can I go on this track and how good can I finish? It's not really like, oh, I need to do this because of that. It's just, let's be as good as Anthony Rodriguez can be today. How are you feeling now? Obviously, you've had a lot of injuries this year, little injuries. I'd list them all, but we'd be here for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Is everything healed? Are you actually feeling 100%? Um, pretty close to 100%. My wrist is a little injured still. It doesn't hurt if, I'm, if my arm's straight. But the moment my wrist bends a little bit, if I hit a bump or something, it'll hurt. But if I don't make any mistakes, it doesn't hurt. It's only if, I, if I'm if i in the wrong position. And uh, I saw recently the Nations team was announced for Venezuela. It looks pretty good. With Lorenzo, he's doing all right. You're obviously great. Like, this could be quite an exciting event for you. Yeah, 100%. Um, there's people from Venezuela that are living in the U.S. They're putting the effort together to try to help us because, obviously, the Federation has close to no money like zero 
So the budget is a big struggle at the moment. And so we're still trying to figure out how it would be possible for me to get a good bike in the U.S. Obviously, it's not difficult to find a stock bike to race. But I don't want to go there and race a completely stock bike and then kind of ruin what I've been working on and all these good results. So, yeah, we got a pretty good thing going. But, like I said, we're still working on getting myself a decent bike that I can go and do a good job. Would you pull out if you had to ride a stock bike and couldn't get a decent one? Like, is that how much that means to you? I mean, I love my country, and I love to do it in a standard bike. But, I mean, let's be realistic. It's red, but it's... You can't just... I'm not God. I mean, I think hurlings is the closest thing that you can see next to God. And if you put him on a complete stock bike, I don't think he can ride the way he rides at the moment. Will he get a top 10? Definitely. He's a beast. But it's different with me. I'm not next to God, you know? Like, And I need a good bike to do well, especially on a track like Redbud. And I don't want to go there and get beat by people that I shouldn't get beat because, like you said to Marshall, like my situation for next year is not looking the prettiest. There's very little teams in the MXGP class. US for me is pretty difficult to get a 250 team. So I got to back up my good results. I can't just show up and do bad. Yeah, people will look at it. Oh, but they'll know you're on a standard bike. Yeah, that doesn't make the way they, ch- they, they think, you know. Is there actually anything going on for next year? Like, are teams in the paddock at least talking to you or is it just dead silent? I've got my agents working in that so that I can fully focus on my riding. But it's not looking the prettiest, I'll tell you that. There's not people really approaching me for any of this. It's, yeah, I just I like not to think about this because you can probably hear my voice. It's not really exciting for me that I haven't heard anything. But I just got to put my head down and do the best that I can, and hopefully somebody will see my potential. You obviously don't want to think about leaving MXGP because then you'd have to stop doing these interviews, and these are obviously the highlight of your weekend all the time. Like, yeah. this is amazing for you. Definitely, and, you know... All you guys are friendly here in Europe, and it's a good atmosphere. I like it a lot. By no means I don't, I'm saying that I don't like U.S. I feel like home when I go back to the U.S. But let's be realistic. I grew up in Venezuela. I'm, I'm a traveler. I'll do whatever it comes in front of me, you know. Like, I don't care if it's Europe. I don't care if it's America. I'll give it my 100%.